Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Kickback Lounge podcast. My name is Drew Young, and today we got a solo episode. Probably wondering why, because our co-host of the show, Kenny Brown, as you know, he's a little sick. He caught monkeypox. No, I'm just kidding. He got COVID, so he's doing his thing, feeling a little uh, exhausted today, but we're still going to crank out a good show for you guys. I hope you enjoy. I want to talk about a couple topics. Uh, we're going to have Max call in. He's going to talk about the UFC fights last night. Juliana Pena versus Amanda Nunes. And also his recent fight. We're going to talk about Charles Energy Johnson. Uh, his UFC debut. So we got a lot packed for you guys. Stay tuned. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Follow us for more. You can follow us on IG at TKBL Podcast. Thanks for watching. So I do want to talk about something that happened recently. Uh, a couple of days ago, actually. I'm going to ask this question and I want you guys to comment below before you continue. And uh, this is. This is a deep kind of question. I want to know how you guys felt when this happened. I want to know. Um, like. What was it? But I don't want any snitching going on, so I don't want to hear no snitching, but. Have you ever seen a dead body like outside a funeral? This happened to me this weekend. Um, I saw a hit and run happen. I didn't see the actual like hit, but I seen the guy laying on the ground. Uh, police were called uh, and they kind of dealt with the situation. There was a lot of people around. I'm um, not going to say where, but. If you look it up, you can probably find out. Um, yeah, it was a busy, technically it's a highway, busy highway. Um, a lot of people crossed the street there. Dude got hit, I guess. He was walking across the street. One car hit him. Uh, then another car going the opposite way hit him. And yeah, it was, it was kind of uh, a little chaotic. The situation because like I said there was a lot of people there um, and it's interesting to look at how people respond to a situation like this um, some people would just like take out their phones record some people feel the need to like step in you know do something about the situation um, I guess you never really know till uh, till you're in the situation like what you would do it's easy to be like oh I would do this blah blah of course I would do this but you never know until it actually happens. Um, there was like probably say about like ten people. I think I think in this situation, the person's family was there. Uh, so it's kind of like I it's very tragic situation for them. Uh, like I said, they're they were they witnessed it, um, and the kid was like seventeen, right? So young, young kid. Um, but yeah, there was like 10 people. You could tell, you could tell it was like, it was a bad situation. Uh, there's like 10 people around him trying to give him like CPR, doing what they could. Uh, me personally, I feel like let one person, I guess if you're trained, whoever, whoever's trained, if anybody, let them do CPR and give them a little space. But, you know, people kind of react how they're going to react. 
Um, <clears throat> for me, like like I said, my sister was there. She saw the whole incident happen, and it was very uh, traumatizing for her, which makes sense because it's not something you see every day. Um, I guess my mentality was kind of like do what you can in the situation to like to help like I don't know CPR I don't want to surround the kid you know because I didn't know if he was dead or not I heard that he didn't have a pulse um that's what somebody said um <clears throat> but like I was thinking in my mind like what can I do in this situation like outside of this I think I ended up getting some like traffic cones you know putting them up just so like oncoming traffic wouldn't uh like continue you know make a bigger mess uh cops ended up coming and taking care of the situation but I want to know have you guys ever been in this situation uh any anything like this uh obviously like I said no snitching I don't want to know that shit but um has anything like this ever happened to you and what did you do in this situation um I feel like a lot of people you know you hear fight or flight and a lot of people just like stand on the sidelines and be shocked. I mean, what can you really do? You're just kind of waiting for uh, police to come. And uh, I don't know. I felt kind of like desensitized in a way. Like it wasn't, it was kind of a thing that I feel like it happens. I don't know if that's like, if it's like a situation that I'm kind of like blocking out, you know, but yeah, it it was like my mindset is just like, okay, you got to take care of things. You can't really do anything about the situation. In my mind, it's like, yeah, it happened. Now we got to deal with it and go from here. Um, I don't know if that's like a good mindset or not to have. But I don't know. I kind of thought about it like, yeah, it's, it's kind of nuts. But like at the same time, this is kind of like. I don't know if this is like bad to say or not, but like at the same time, it's like, yeah, it, it's a hit and run, whatever um, situation. Like there's a lot of suffering in the world and there's a lot of like very traumatizing shit, stuff that happens all the time. Uh, I mean, you take a look at like Kiev, you take a look at like cartels, like there's a lot of like murder and terrible shit in the world. I guess for some people, it's like, that's not something you see every day. So you kind of like, it's very shocking and um, upsetting, which makes sense. But I don't know. It's, it's just like, it just like kind of happened. And like, I don't really feel like, it didn't affect me too much, I would say, but I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Like, uh, I'd love to know, but we're going to go ahead and move on. We're going to get after this, we're going to take a break. And after this, um, I'm going to come back. I'm going to have Max on a call and we're going to see, uh, talk to him about the fights last night. Talk to him about, uh, his recent fight, Charles, Charles's debut, and maybe we'll get into more stuff. Uh, maybe I'll talk to him about the situation that I just told you guys. Uh, make sure you subscribe, follow the podcast. We'll be right back.
All right, you can hear me? Yeah. All right, perfect. I'm going to turn you down a little bit. All right. I'm going to start it, and then we're good. Yeah. Right, get, that nice. out. get that out. You can hear me fine? I hear you fine, yeah. Let me turn up the volume. Yeah, you're good. All right, perfect. Welcome back to the Kickback Lounge podcast. And we're here with MMA fighter, future UFC champion, you know, the homie, Max. Yes, Trial. sir. In the building. How are you feeling, bro? I feel good. I feel good, man. Um, I'm honored to be back, and I'm excited. Let's get this. It's an honor to be back. We like that. We like that. So let's see. We'll start off. Uh, just had a Muay Thai fight mm-hmm. in St. Louis. Uh, nice little week ago. W. Yeah, a week ago. Uh, how do you feel about that? Oh, I feel good. Um, I mean, I, the uh, the camp was good. The training was good. The fight was good. So overall, I, I'm pretty satisfied about the fight and the whole fight experience with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so something I noticed with this, I felt like your mentality was a little different going into this. You felt uh, more relaxed, it seemed like. Like you were more calm because usually before fights, like, you know, you're like super locked in a zone of like, I'm going to murder this guy. I don't know if it's yeah. like the difference between MMA, Muay Thai, like how you feel about it. Uh Speak on that a little bit. Um, I uh, overall, I just feel each fight I had. I mean, from you know from my past fights, each fight to the fight I just had, mm-hmm. I felt less and less and less nervous. Um, I'm getting used to the pressure, mm-hmm. and it's good in a sense, but it's also not good because when you're getting too comfortable, mm-hmm. you're gonna start letting your guard down. When you let your guard down, that's when you get caught. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's the one thing that worries me, but no, but good thing about it is I can, if I, as long as I know what I need to do, um, I feel like it's going to be easier on my mind and my body. Yeah. So this was a local fight. I mean, a lot of the fights you had recently are kind of, they're kind of local, but they're like a couple hours away. I was at different, like a lot more people at this one, right? Yeah, um, this was a Muay Thai fight. This promotion was a new promotion. That this was their first uh, show, mm-hmm. so that's that was cool. And I was one of the first people to. Um, oh, hold on a second. Pardon me, I'm getting a call. Let me look. Um, hold on. Am I still on audio? I'm in video. I'm back. Okay. There we go. Hear me? Yeah, yeah, you go. Okay, so uh, this was their first promotion and. I was honored to be in there doing be the first actual you know, stand up series fight card, you know, to be honest. Yeah. That was cool. But yeah, man, overall I liked it. Yeah, shout out to them. Uh I feel like they put on a really good promotion. Probably they did, did man. Shout yeah, out to Chad, man. He he did a really good job. Yeah, it was super super uh good environment. A little long, I would say. They had a mm-hmm. tournament in the middle of like hella fights. I think it went to like from seven to twelve or something like that. Uh, yeah, the doors open at six, but uh, yeah. fights probably started at seven. It was over to like twelve, like twelve thirty. That's when it was like over. Yeah, super long. It was like <laughs> after people left, I think more people were showing up. It was kind of, it was cool though. It was good music, good vibes. Uh, yep. The owner seemed like he was pretty lit, but yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of local people in here. Do you think that added pressure? Uh, no, not really. I 
it's actually like it was less pressure than normal because I'm like in my hometown. I'm like, yeah, like mm-hmm. these my people, you know. Yeah, I felt pretty cool. Um, I wasn't worried too much about it either way, you know. Um, no, I, I, I wasn't really like anxious about it. Yeah. Um. So you got a jujitsu. Was it a tournament or just a regular like, ju- match? Okay, so the, tournament. The jujitsu tournament. Yeah, it's not a super fight. Um, just this one's in Chicago. It's in two weeks in the thirteenth. Okay. And yeah, man, we go there and bring home two gold medals, possibly four. Hopefully, you know, we're gonna try to go reach for four gold medals. Yes, sir. And yeah, and try to bring it back. You know, what we can. Yeah, you went to. Peter's fight in Chicago. Are you excited mm-hmm. to to go to the city and check it out a little bit? Um, so I'm gonna see because the turn was two two days long. If I if we get done with the tournament earlier, I wanted to go around the city, try some food out, mm-hmm. some other food. But if we get out late, I'm just gonna drive back straight back home. Yeah, I don't wanna. Yeah, because um after the tournament, um I'm I will I might be leaving to Uzbekistan for two weeks. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, then I'll be back to end of um, end of August. Then I'll be leaving uh, Michigan. Yeah, it's then I get yeah. Then, then two weeks later, I'm gonna be fighting in Michigan at 185. Yeah. Oh really? You got a yeah. MMA fight out there? Yeah. So it's uh, this my next fight is gonna be at 185 for a belt, and it's gonna be in Michigan, September 17th. Okay, that's exciting. Uh, you know anything about the opponent? Uh, opponent, um, I, they're, they, uh, the guy I saw last time over there, um, their 185 belt holder that he actually won the belt that time when I was over there. Okay. Um, it was a very slow, he's a big dude. Don't get me wrong. He's a, he probably walks around like 205, mm-hmm. you know, he's a big Jack dude. Um, but he's slow. His, his wrestling is not as good as mine. I just feel like I, can finish this guy probably in the second round, if not third. Okay. Because uh, he's gonna get gassed. I'm gonna throw, just do my thing, you know, strike with him, then wear him out a little bit and take him down, just smother him down and just smother him until he can't breathe anywhere anymore. Then I just just you know submit him or just TKO him on the ground. Yeah. Uh, do you feel most comfortable now, like with your ability in like every area? Do you feel like you're the most well-rounded you ever been? Yeah, I feel like I'm comfortable. Uh, standing up, comfortable on the ground, comfortable, you know, on my back. I just feel comfortable everywhere. Now all I have to do is sharpen up my. I need to. So I my my skill set is so broad mm-hmm. that I need to sh- bring. Uh, I need to pick a couple things from certain areas and make them my uh, like my first weapon. You know, what I'm saying second weapon, the th- my go tos. You know, what I'm saying yeah, just sharp, just uh, sharpen those skills and just. Use them. Yeah. At that point. If when you look at like well-rounded fighters, because I know mm-hmm. I think your favorite fighter is probably Khabib. You might not say that, but yeah. when you look at well-rounded, uh, what? I say yeah, Khabib is my favorite, one of my favorite fighters. So outside of Khabib, because he was like, for the most part, a specialist in yeah. wrestling, like grappler. When you, yeah, he was a big. When you look at uh, well-rounded fighters, who's your favorite to watch? Like, just. Very well, like overall, all around fighters. Overall, probably would be Henry Cejudo. Okay. Henry Cejudo is probably my 
my favorite fighter, well-rounded fighter. Okay. Um, he can strike, he can grapple, you know, he can wrestle. So like, I, I don't know, man. Henderson, who I think is a goat. Yeah, he's one of the greatest. Yeah, GSP, GSP is in there as well. Yeah, GSP, Usman for sure. Um, who else? Francis Ngannou, bro. He's on his last fight. He's getting there. He's getting there. I don't yeah, know about jujitsu. We'll see. Jujitsu looks solid. Grappling looks solid. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, he's a big man too. Uh, yeah, so we had some UFC fights last night, but I want to talk about one specifically. Uh, uh-huh. One of my favorite fighters out there, uh, Juliana Pena, was fighting last night. Fighting Amanda Nunes. Nunes uh, was able to conquer her once, like get her get back and get double champ once again. How do you feel mm-hmm. about the fight? Did you you saw it right? Yeah, I watched it. Uh, I actually saw the the that fight, then Moreno, then the Black Beast fight. Okay. Those are the only three I saw. Yes. But, um, yeah, it, uh, the main event fight against uh, Nunez and and it was a good fight, dude. Yes, sir. It was a good fight. Um, it was um, Nunez looked good. So with uh, Pena, like she's a dog, bro. That's all I gotta say. She's a fucking dog. She didn't give up. She didn't quit. She went, She was going after submission, after submission, trying, you know. Almost caught her twice with the armbar. Oh, my. I was like, damn. What was that, like, up. third or fourth round? She, like, almost had it locked in. Yeah. She bro. was a triangle, man. Yeah. She almost had a but, dude, I don't know, bro. Like, um, her, I think the first fight, uh, Amanda w- was winning so much, so dominantly that she got overzealous and, like, she wasn't training as well as she she wasn't prepared as well. She she was to the fight. She, yeah, the fight. You know, she actually had so, something to fight for now. Like, yep, yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. And Amanda is a fucking beast. I said she's a go-to, bro. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna like, lie though, Juliana Pena. Like I said, she's one of my favorite fighters. Just cause like I've been saying for a long time. I love her mentality, bro. Yeah, I love her mentality. She doesn't quit. She, she doesn't give up. You know what I'm saying? She just fights for what she loves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's a, a she's a fighter. Yeah. You got to respect so, it. I mean. Yeah, people's champ, bro. That's some people's champ. Yeah. You're going up against one of the most dominant champions ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had no fear, it looked like. Especially, like, in the first fight. Uh, she had no fear. Like, she knew what she was capable of. And you got to respect it from a fighting standpoint. But. Yep. Yeah. And then, also, in. UFC news. Uh, we had Charles Johnson. He had his MMA debut. Wasn't able to get the win, but I mean, it it was just dope to see some like local talent. You know, Charles, the guy you trained with. Yeah. Get um, his uh, UFC debut. So yeah, dude. Uh, I watched the fight. Um, dude, he just got out wrestled, bro. Like mm-hmm. those dags to any guys. That's like that's a. I mean, that's a base. You know, that's. Then they add on striking. Is the kid he fought? Charles fought. Um, he's good, bro. Like mm-hmm. I, I've been, I was watching him before he got to UFC. Yeah, he did the. I feel like um, he won it. I believe twice, if I remember correctly. Okay. twice or three actually. Um, yeah, he's kid's good, bro. Um, so like, he was he was like that's the biggest tournament like amateur level in the world. So if you win it twice, like you're 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 solid, you know. Yeah. Um, now he. And Charles ain't, and he he out wrestled Charles, bro, like for three rounds. Yeah. And I was like, bro, like, 
Charles ain't just like a no slouch. You know what I'm saying? Charles right. is a beast too. He's a fighter too. Like, like yeah, he's tough. To a two division belt holder at LFA. Yeah, three like, time I think, right? Well, two division, but two division, yeah, yeah. But he he he's good. Charles is good, bro. And to hold Charles down and control him like that says something about that other kid, you know. Mm-hmm. So shout out to both you know both of those guys, tough guys. Yeah, uh, it was dope to see. Like we went to. We had that ballpark village. I know you guys were at the that yeah, funeral fights. earlier yeah. and then fights. Um yep. but yeah, it was dope to see just like local support. I hope that I know they had some UFC fights at Ballpark Village. Uh yep. the, they had the recent ones there. But it was it was dope to see like local people come together and you know support a fighter. That was that was dope to see. Uh yeah, Patty yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Said, uh, it's it's always great to see like uh like you know like your hometown supporting you, and like just just showing love you know. Yeah, and then I don't know if you've seen uh, Patty Pimblin's fight, but oh, uh, I saw the highlights. I didn't watch the whole fight. Yeah, it was it was dope. But like, I want to focus on like what he said after. Did you see his message after? Uh, about his friend dying. Yeah, he said five hours right. before his weigh-ins, he got news that his friend committed suicide, and he said that like. A lot of fighters or just like men in general should definitely like speak out and support each other. They're going through yeah, something. What do you think about that? Um, I agree. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, child, you know. Uh, I just think if you have something on your mind and you, uh, or a teenager or whoever you are, if you have something on your mind, you should talk to someone, mm-hmm. you know. Like, talk to, talk to someone that does, you know, that you think will support you. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, you don't even have to say, like, necessarily support you, but, like, just talk to someone about it because they might know how to respond, but they will they might know somebody that might help you, you know? Yeah. And I, so, I think like, it's I think it's, it's our job as men as well to, like, support each other. Even if, like, I mean, stereotypically, like, society has told us, like, oh, don't be a pussy, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't. You just yeah. have to, like, deal with shit. But, like, I mean, I... I mean, I have friends and, you know, people that have like gone through shit and felt down for a long time. And like sometimes it's just like they just need like to talk about shit. And I think that's something that in like the male community, bro, we need to support each other. Because if you can, like Patty said, uh, I'd rather have somebody cry on my shoulder than like go to their funeral, you know? Yeah, true, true. Yeah, man, I lost... um Two, uh, yeah, two training partners I used to train with to suicide. I'm like, man, that's just sad, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, I mean, if they hit me up, I would have, you know, I would have just helped them out, talked to them about it. But unfortunately, they, you know, they took the different, the different route. Yeah, and like a lot of times, it's society telling us, like, it's not okay to talk about it. But I think it is, and I think it's something uh, we should change. But. uh yeah. So they can find you at Max Trayoff on Instagram. Uh, yep. Anything else you want to shout out? Um, just keep showing love, guys. Um, right now, um, I'm starting to get back on my wave again, gradually. Um, but next one is gonna be a good good fight for me. It's gonna be at eighty one eighty five for a belt. So we're gonna get this belt. Then we might even go pro right after yeah. that fight. That's exciting, yeah, man. Yeah, but I want to finish out this year as a pro. 
Yeah, so, how do you, how do you feel about that, man? I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Though. I think it's about time for me to turn pro because in the Midwest, I, I am ranked number one, and um, I can't find opponents to fight at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's tough. like if you if you finish at the whole the whole division, the whole whole Midwest. I mean, now we're gonna go as a pro. Like you know, now we'll go start from the bottom, build back up. Yeah, man. As a pro. You've been you've been working hard, and you definitely deserve every uh, blessing that's coming your way, man. It's dope to see, especially like watching you grow over the years. Um, I know there's a lot in store for you, bro. And appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the move to Michigan? Like, it's gonna be hard, but it's definitely like um, I feel like it's good for I, you. Um, I don't want to move, but it's something I need to do. Um, one is I look at it as um. Uh, it's you know when young kids turn become an adult, mm-hmm. like they have this like um, what do you call that? The rit- not a ritual, but like transition period. Yeah, I think this is my this is my time to become the next better version of myself. You yeah, know? Phoenix from the ashes moment. Yeah, exactly. Now we're be- becoming reborn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna go. That's all I'm gonna have is just fighting. You know, I don't know a lot of people there. I just know a couple. And I'm going to be working, training, and sleeping, working, training, sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, that's all I'm going to do. And within, a, within like two years, within a year, within the, my plan is within the next end of next year, I want to be signed to the UFC. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to be UFC by the next end of next year. Okay. That's dope to see, man. I hope the best for you. Uh, shout out. Uh, Joaquin Buckley out there with you, and then Joaquin Mercy Lago as well. All the guys, and uh, what's the what's the camp called, or what's the uh, Joaquin Mercy Lago's team called? Mercy. Mercy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out so, to them. Yeah. Um. Dude, they're, they're beasts, man. I'm out there. I was up there for a week and loved it. So I'm going back in September and gonna get that work. You yeah. Know what I'm all right, thanks Thanks for joining us on the Kickback Lounge podcast. I'll talk to you soon, bro. All right, talk to you later. Take care, buddy. All right, thanks for coming on, man. Peace. Thank you. Bye. All right, there you have it. Uh, Max Churioff, Max Churioff talking to us. Uh, that's the homie, you know. We wish the best for him. Uh, glad to see him grow. And, uh, yeah, I feel like we got to talk about some uh, good things on there. And... Uh, there's a lot of dope stuff coming up in St. Louis. Uh, a lot of cool people I want uh, you guys to see. Hopefully we can uh, showcase that a little bit. Um, we just did an interview with IM1K. That that was a dope interview. I felt like one of the best conversations we've had on the podcast. So you can check that out on YouTube. And like we talked for, I think, two hours and it was just pretty smooth. We broke it up into two parts on YouTube, but you guys could check that out there. Uh, shout out to Kenny. Hopefully he gets better pretty soon. I know he's feeling like he's feeling the effects of COVID right now. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. And I want you guys to comment your thoughts. If we should talk about anything, how you guys felt about the podcast, how you guys felt about Max, uh, Max's situation. Um, what I what I was talking about earlier, and uh, yeah, make sure you like the video, follow us on IG. Thanks for listening to the podcast.